ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the McEwen Brothers Podcast, episode number 11. And this week, as you can see, it's a bit of a quiet one. It is just myself. Is it? No, it's not. No. It's, we're in the house together. Wait. Under the same roof, which is a great start to our podcast this yeah. week. So, this week is going to be a short and sweet episode. I hope you come along, enjoy, like, follow and subscribe. We've got on Spotify, we are on YouTube. Please follow both accounts and hope you enjoy. Enjoy this one, it's been good. Ching ching. So this week, uh, our first ep- first part of this episode is about what do you drink on a Saturday night? Saturday night is as a typical... Uh, let's not, no, no. We don't go into and discuss what we talk about. We just go into what we discuss. Okay. On a Saturday night, this is what you drink. Alcohol. Okay, Saturday night I drink a mixture. I'm really open to tons of different things. That's so true. Jamie's a cocktail connoisseur. I like to have a cupboard full of alcohol beverages ready on the standby. So orange juice, pineapple juice is the only thing you need to buy. And you mix them up, shake them up, and you've got yourself a wee cocktail on the side ready to go. But for tonight, I have a standard Strongbow Dark Fruits, bit of lime easy juice, Juicy stuff for me. Gregor, what have you got for yourself tonight? Lovely, Jamie. Thanks for the introduction. And interested to see what you're, you're drinking. So, I have on a cheeky innocent gun from the beautiful land of Edinburgh, where it's originally been brewed. And as you can see, it's very pale. It's a lager, actually. So, I'm on a cheeky wee lager. Nice. 4.8% of it. Great. And uh, it's beautiful. As it is, looks, looks, looks nice and juicy. Next up, part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, number two is golf today. We played golf today. Golf is a sport where you hit a ball into a small hole times 18 and it's beautiful. I played absolutely shocking because I took some new clubs out and did not play very well. I played okay, I bet. Well, we actually half. And uh, yeah, it was not the best day for golf, but we had a blast for doing it. I got clean shoes, one shoe was cleaned, and uh, I won the longest drive. I was gladly won the last hole to make it even on the sketch. <laughs> what you're trying to say there, Jamie, is we were doing a scratch barefoot match play through the 18 holes. Jamie was never up, I was always up, I mean I was always winning. And at one point, I was two up. Jamie managed to bring it back to the 18th, which was very good on your part. But longest drive, who won that? Ah, Gregor. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. It was close. It was very close. But anyway, that's basically, we had a wee round of golf today. Weather was unbelievable. We had sun, we had rain, we had hail, we had wind. Unbelievable. Typical Scotland. Five seasons in one day. Okay, what's going to be the How many seasons are there? <laughs> four. <laughs> <laughs> no, four. <laughs> Jamie, this is uh, number three of the interception. So, this week I was on an assessment centre day with a company called Pareto Law. Jamie, can you tell me a bit about what they do? Pareto Law are an agency who try to get you a job within the sales environment. So, I had to do a telephone interview, which I was successful, and I went on to do an assessment centre day, which I was also successful, who now I'm waiting for phone calls to hopefully go on to jobs. I understand, Gregor, you had actually done this process before. This is the reason I've gone down this route and I've gone through Pareto Law. He was the one that introduced me. 
Do you want to tell them about your experience? May I just say, Jimmy, I thought you'd be an amazing candidate for this company and the roles that they offer. So, well done for getting through. That is well deserved. Must say you copied about 100% of what I've done on the assessment day, but that's what counts. You, turn, you turned up, you're the one who was there, and you got through. So, uh, smashing job. Um, what, what do you want me to say? I'd like to say, we uh, thank you. Gregor did actually help me with that. But anyway, it's basically a fun day where you've got to do a whole of different tasks, try and get your, your guy on the raft. I was different guys. And you, you know, just it's a bit of fun. I think what Jamie's trying to say is that he's a bit of an idiot in me. He didn't take my advice on that one, but he got through on uh, that particular challenge and that task. And hand, he managed to get his person to. What did you do? Get him on the raft. He stayed in the raft. He was alive. He was alive in the end. That's what matters. Anyway, the, the key point of this is I am coming up to my final bit of uni. As if you've listened to the other episodes, I am still at uni. Finally finishing uni, and hopefully by the time I finish uni, I'm already in a job that I'm interested in. I've got a steady income and start, we can go down the property ladder. Gregor, do you want to tell us a bit about what you're doing with your properties and if you've been looking about and see what if there's anything interest? Tell me what I want to and I'll come with Tom. So, so uh, section number four. There's not uh, four. So within the property sector, there is a lot of demand mode, is what I've realised. Now, Edinburgh is the goal for myself to buy. And as we know, me and you, it's expensive and it's not cheap, so um, saving the pennies and identifying a plan to launch a global domination of the uh, property okay. market. Day. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gave a perfect example of what's currently happening in the property market to me earlier today. Do you want to let the audience know what is currently going on in Edinburgh and the situation with properties? Yes, of course. What was that summary I mean? So, I'll give a wee rundown. There was a property that was going up for 150,000. Someone... Oh, no, no, I know it. Do you know it? Okay. So in Edinburgh, um, obviously, the demand there for one and two bed properties is huge, especially in the centre of the city. So what happens is, a close friend has... We're looking at here. Yeah. Uh, Yes, so a property that's been listed for one bed, centre city centre. One bed in the city centre has been listed for 150000 So you think, yeah, great, I'll put an offer in. And the home report, obviously, a bit higher than that. So you put a little more higher than the home report. And before you know it, you're actually outbidded by £20,000. So basically, £30,000 over the home report, or the offers over on the sun. And that's just a one bed, tiny property centre of Edinburgh, which is ridiculous. It's absolutely mental to see prices like that in the centre of Edinburgh. Makes you realise there's a demand, but how long will it last? What's going to happen with it? Will people people be able to afford it? And it's going to be an interesting time, I think, in the near future, Gregor. So that's quite an interesting uh, story there about that property in Edinburgh. So our final uh, section for this very short episode of number eleven. Can I just say let's let's scrap the sections and just say something but section by section audience I'll put a vote out to you section or no section (laughs) (laughs) I say section me (laughs) I say section I vote on our YouTube YouTube there we go 
see what your perception you want to see and what see in if that is the case. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>